Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, guys. It's Tommy, and you are listening to Real Talk. Today we are doing a special interview episode. I'm just by myself right now, but I'm going to call in a very special guest, someone that I'm so excited to hear from that I know that you guys are going to be super excited to hear from. We're going to get to chat all things Big Brother and uh, and there's a couple of more topics to discuss on too. So uh, let's call in our special guest. Hello. Hello, Miss Tara Kelly. Hi, Tommy. Yay. Everyone, this is Tara Kelly. If you don't know who she is, you need to know who she is. First of all, she's an incredible musician herself, um, but she has a big tie to this reality TV world. Not only did she was she seen on the Men Tell All episode smooching uh, Connor this past season, but <laughs> she is also best friends with Kylan, and she's been running his social media account all summer long, so... She has a lot of insight. Tara, where do you live? Tell us about yourself. Tell us how this summer has been going for you. I, I literally don't even know where to begin. There's so much to talk about. Um, but I guess let's start with where are you from? Where are you living? <laughs> yes. Well, I'm originally from New Jersey. So shout out Northeast. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. I forgot you told me that. What part of yeah. what part of New Jersey again? I grew up in South Jersey. So like close to Philadelphia. Got it. Got it. Cool. That's yeah. not too far then, from Staten Island, actually. It's uh, right? it's like 45 minutes away. Not too bad. Yeah, no. we used to go to New York all the time as kids. And then I moved to L.A. when I was 16. Um, so I've been here for a long time. Wow. Um, about 12 years now. Um, yeah, I live in Venice Beach, California. It's a beautiful place. That's amazing. Um, and yeah, my friends and I, honestly, this summer, all we can say is just like, this is our summer of reality tv and yep. we are living in a simulation and life has never been more amazing and weird and wonderful and crazy all at the same time did you move to la to pursue music i did yes yes wow and you were so young like you so you've really known that you want to do this since you were young oh yeah when i was like four years old i remember telling my parents like I either want to be a singer or a paleontologist. And they were like, cool, pick one. Wow. Um, and, and yeah, when I decided to move to LA as a teenager, uh, for years, my parents were like, you know, no, you got to finish high school and go to college. And I just begged them for years, like, please let me move to LA. Um, and they finally agreed. And I came out here and they said, you just got to promise us you will finish high school and you will go to college. And I was like, okay, I promise I can do that. I want to do that. And, um, you know, songwrite and be in sessions at the same time. And that's what I did. And thank God I went to college because that's actually where I met Kyland at Pepperdine University. Oh, nice. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. So how is music going? How How is being out in L.A.? It's a very competitive industry, but you are doing very well. So, <laughs> oh, you, have, so you have a lot to talk about. <laughs> thank you. You're so kind. I mean, L.A. is really like such a wonderful, you know, creative playground it's one of the best places in the world to just feel like you're immersed in the entertainment industry yeah um so i feel really lucky to be a singer songwriter here um and i actually do a lot of like folk country sort of like desert cosmic music um which is super popular in nashville um so there's a lot of singer songwriters that come out here and 
you know, want to work with writers here. So it's a nice, like, small pocket of us really that get to work with artists either from out of town or artists who live here in California um, that want to work in that genre of music. So it's a really fun little family. Nice. That's so amazing. Yeah. If you guys have to check out her stuff, uh, Tara Kelly, for anyone that didn't hear that the first time, she's amazing. Her music is gorgeous. So beautiful, transcendent. Uh, so (laughs) definitely check her out. And, um, yeah, like I, I just see your music being the soundtrack for movies. There's so much that you could do with it. It's you're so yeah, sweet. you're super Thank talented. You. It, it's ridiculous. Um, so oh, let's wow. talk about this past summer. It's been crazy. Let's start with you and your journey with the Mentel All. You yes. were in the audience of the Mentel All episode on um, Katie's season, and uh, you had a surprise smooch with Connor. <laughs> <laughs> How like can you, what can you tell us about that? Like it's that must have been so crazy because for the viewers that was the moment of the mental all. Like that was that was it. You're so sweet. It was really surreal. Like I remember feeling as it was happening, like oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I don't know what he's gonna say, and you know, if he if he wants to have this kiss, and I was freaking out, and wow. he could not have been sweeter and more kind, and also like just shared in that excitement with me, which was really cool. Um, and yeah, I I was so like nervous and he just completely put me at ease and made me feel better about the whole situation. Um, wow. Both while it was happening. Yeah. Um, because it was I, a surprise for him. It, it was. It was genuinely a surprise. He had no idea. He had no yeah. idea. That is so crazy. You're just kissing... <laughs> A stranger. I guess like people do it at bars, but like on national television. Yeah, you could feel it in the room. It was like such a cool moment to, you know, see the genuine shock on his face. And like, it was just nice to have somebody that, you know, was so excited and so happy. And to be honest, like, I really enjoyed like both kisses. They were great. Wow. So yeah. I had a great time. <laughs> Um, and he's a musician too. I want you guys to yeah. like, like, can we, can we have a, a video of you guys collaborating? Like, can that happen? <laughs> like you guys would be so good. I literally am obsessed with his TikToks. Like they come up all the time and Aww. I'm just like, he, I love all his lyrics. He's so creative. He's so fun. He's so light. I just like feel like he has the best energy. Yeah. I mean, he lives in Nashville and I live here in LA, so uh, who knows, but it would definitely be fun to do a musical collab together. And oh his my stuff gosh. is um, relatively similar to mine and genre. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. I think we would definitely have, have some cool stuff to make. I'm together. sure people have told you that this before, but you, you need to make that happen. Like if you're not already, <laughs> this needs to, needs to happen. <laughs> I will keep you posted. Yes. Oh, good. All right. So how was that experience for you, like post-experience? We briefly spoke. You said that there was, you know, dealing with the love and the hate from the viewers. It was just a lot at once when you finished. Is that right? Yeah, reality TV in terms of both, you know, Bachelor, Bachelorette, Big Brother, all, right. the, all the shows we know and love. Um, it's a blessing and a curse. It comes with, you know such an avid group of fans who are really passionate and really love their shows. And as a fan myself, especially a big brother fan, like I completely understand how that feels. And I know what it's like when you have, you know, your favorite players or, you know, in the example of bachelor bachelorette, your favorite contestants and your favorite bachelorettes, bachelors. I completely understand how passionate we all get. 
Um, but the internet is just an interesting animal and, you know, it's a lot to deal with suddenly yeah. a bunch of people who, you know, didn't necessarily know who you were coming to your social media pages and asking you questions and, you know, overwhelmingly, to be honest, it was super positive. People were so sweet and so supportive and I really do appreciate Bachelor Nation, but there was definitely a lot of like, you know, hurtful things being said. Um, and at first it was kind of like a reality check, no pun intended for me. I was <laughs> like, okay, like, you know, let's take this one step at a time. You know, everybody's coming from their own place. There is a human on the other end of this. Um, right. And I can, yeah, completely understand how people might feel a particular way. Um, and at the same time, realizing, as I'm sure you've dealt with Tommy, like, yes, you know, definitely. People don't know who you are um, yes. and they don't know your whole story and that's okay. Um, and the negativity as it was coming in is just something that like I had to process. And at first this can sound really imagine. cheesy in Venice, but I was like, you know, why are, why am I, you know, being confronted with this in my life? Like what's uh -huh. the purpose of this? If there is yep. one and kind of started to realize that I was like, wow, like, you know, running Kylan's social media all summer and, you know, seeing him in the house and seeing how people are engaging with him outside of the house it really felt like it was preparing me for when he comes out to hmm. be able to like have conversations with him, try to help him, try to like be a good friend to him. Yeah. Um, and saying like, Hey, I know I probably had a 10th of what you're going to experience, but like I've moderately been there and <laughs> want to be able to, to help you. Yeah. Cause it's hard to wade through it all. I love that you bring up, that you analyze the situation. You said, what is the purpose of this? Why is this happening to me? What is the reason? Because that's, I totally relate to that. I, I feel like I do that with so many situations in my life, the good and the bad. Why yeah. is this happening? What is this preparing me for? What is the lesson? What can we take away from this? And I think you're hundred percent right. You're going to be able to be in Kylan's corner when he gets back. And, uh, he's very lucky to have you. He was my day one pick to win the game. So I really, I, yes. Oh, I knew that, but so it's I am, nice hearing it I am really, really pulling for him. Really hoping. I think he's great. I love the way he's playing. He has mm. made some great moves in the, in the house. He has ma like made his mark. We will never forget Kylan. He not only oh. was he a part of the Alliance, the cookout, not only was he yes. a part of that, but he also played an amid amazing individual game as well. Um, yeah. he's in a little bit of trouble right now. We know. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're hoping we're, we're hoping for the best. We're hoping he can pull out of this one. The feeds are down. Um, Oof. so we don't know what's happening in the house, but hopefully he's changing the, the tune of the house right now. <laughs> That's what we're hoping for. I mean, I appreciate you saying that, you know, he was your pick from day one. And yeah. I can tell so many people and so many fans really love him um, and are also like enjoying his, you know, his quirks and the fun things he's doing in the house and his amazing smile. And Kylan really just is the best. Like all of our, you know, friends from college and friends that we've made since, nobody ever can get enough of Kylan or Kylan's hugs. Um, he is such an incredible human being and he's helped me so much in my life. Um, but yeah, it's a weird day. It's a weird day to be a big brother fan. Um, as someone who, you know, really loves like watching the feeds and reading what's happening on Twitter. And, um, you know, we're, we're in our seats for every episode every week. And we've been watching with Kylan's whole family and a lot of his friends and 
just trying to be super supportive here on the outside. Um, you know, I felt like I've had a good handle on like his game throughout the season and being like, okay, you know, this is why he made a right. particular decision at this time. And yeah. And really seeing he is very analytical. Um, so it was cool to see him think about how he was going to make certain moves. Um, but yeah, it's, it's strange this day in particular. And after watching last night's episode, I mean, we're recording this prior to the, you know, final four right. of eviction. Um, and he was that big brother actually posted about this. He was studying, you know, how to like remember all the days of all the comps and also like, his dexterity with his hands he was like juggling and he was so prepared for that comp and it was so interesting to watch like i don't know if you remember this tommy i'm sure you do as a super fan but like it reminded me of that bb16 comp that they had to play in the rewind where they were like on the seesaw that frankie won at first oh yes one yeah yep 100 percent. yeah i know yeah. exactly which one you're talking about Right. And I was like, okay, if Caleb, who's kind of like built similarly to Kyland, can win that comp the second time, if Kyland just stays, you know, calm, cool, collected, he'll definitely be able to pull this one out. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's probably going to kill me for saying this, but um, it's natural and normal. I feel like the pressure and the stress probably yeah. just got to him. And he admitted on the feeds and in the episode, you know, he was rushing and kind of nervous. So I think that that's the reason why, you know, that veto might not have been his veto. Um, but yeah, it's so crazy. We're still holding out hope. We're definitely still pulling for him. Um, but, and you know, like you said, the feeds are down, so he could be in there turning the house around for all we know, um, which would be amazing. But his cast is really incredible. Yeah, um, they are. They're, they're great. Yeah. I really do think that as much as this is like tough and, you know, everyone has their passions and their opinions about, how anybody has made a particular decision. I really do think like it's all love between them. It's not going to feel like it right now, I'm sure, but yeah, they're going to be, they're going to be friends for life. I'm sure no matter what happens. It's really interesting. You bring up again, what is the reason for, mm -hmm. you know, it's so funny when I remember when we were doing my season, uh, at some point Christy said something and it really resonated with me. It's only one person's journey to play and win Big Brother. All of our journey is to just play, but not win. And th that's not me saying Kylan's not going to win. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. I, I've made it very clear. I am pulling for him to take yes. this whole entire thing. But you say, what is the reason that he didn't win this veto? He's, he's qualified. He's prepared. He has planned for this mm -hmm. to happen. All of the ducks are in a row for him to win this veto, but yet it doesn't happen. Why does that happen? It's just not meant to be sometimes. It's not meant to be right. his win, but maybe he can pull this out and then it'll not just be a, a physical game. It'll also be a social game uh, that add that to his resume. So right. that would be great. It would be, oh, it would be incredible. And, you know, not to, be his friend who's playing devil's advocate at the moment because yes. I'm like you. I'm, Do it. I'm wanting him to win. However, yeah, I think that, that that greater purpose and that greater reason, it's so hard when you just can't see it. Like you're yeah. in the moment and you don't you don't have the, you know, understanding and the lessons yet to kind of look back and see your silver linings or why a particular thing may have happened or not happened. And I really do think that, you know, I've been making him like little videos every couple of days where I'm Cute. just like, you know, you're going to win. 
And if you don't, but you will, like I always caveat it. I'm just like, I'm so proud of you and his achievements with the cookout and all, yep. all six of them, truly. Um, every single one of them had, you know, a really specific role in the mission and they accomplished it flawlessly. Yep. Honestly, one of the greatest alliances of all time. And I'm so the greatest alliance of all time. No yes, other alliance has done that. You know, you're a super fan <laughs> yeah, too. No other alliance has made it all the way final six and not lost wow. an, a player throughout the way. That's incredible. Yeah. It's the so fact incredible. That they didn't target each other. Yep. Yeah. It's really, it's truly an achievement. Um, and you can tell just like how excited they are in the house. And when they do get moments to sort of, you know, talk about like, what it could be like when they're on the outside. They're just, they're so excited to hear like people's feedback and what they're thinking. And right. I, yeah, I just try to tell him in these, in these little videos I'm making him for when he gets out that, you know, you've done so much in there. He's got the best competition record so far. Yep. Um, he's truly played an incredible game. And I think that, you know, maybe it's his game to play again. Um, maybe it's his game to never play again. <laughs> Maybe he'll be like, that was too much for me. Um, but he always has said that he wanted to win once and then win All-Stars and be the first two-time winner. Yes. Um, so that would be really cool. Um, yeah, I see him I see him doing this again in the future if he has it in him. And I think, honestly, he's just going to have literally like 16 new best friends, the entire BB family. I love um, that. And he's, yeah, he's going to be really, you know, I think proud of himself either way. Because it, it truly was is i shouldn't say was it is his dream to win to win this game um but you know yeah he's a big super fan too right he's sorry he's I, I didn't mean fan. to cut you off sorry no but he's a big super fan as well the both of you are you grew up watching so he had a childhood best friend who grew up watching with his family and okay. always tried to like kind of get him into it um and then just a few years ago actually right around bb20 time um as it was airing he got into it because of his childhood friend and Great. then came running over to my house and was like, you have to watch it. And we became pretty instant super fans. We watched, you know, a ton of previous seasons. Um, we're watching the live feeds constantly. Uh, yeah. And just really got into it and it became a dream of his and he's been auditioning for a few years now. So wow. we're just so excited that he finally made it on. How could they have not, I mean, I auditioned for the show four times before I got on. I do not understand right. how he would have needed to try out more than once because he, he's just a <laughs> shoe in He's so, he's just so great. He's a great representation for his community. He represents so many communities. He's yes. just, he, not only is he great at the game, but it's also what he represents. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that he had to even try out more than once. Yeah, and big, COVID kind of threw a wrench into yes. things too with the All Star season and stuff. Ah, so. yes, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that makes but, sense. Yeah. Wow. It was well worth the wait, and and it goes back to what we were saying before. Like, I think this year was truly his time because if he had gotten on any earlier, he wouldn't have been a part of this historic alliance yep. and been able to be a representative and you know have that true moment of like representation matters. I want people to be able to see someone like them yeah. playing and or winning and doing well um, in this game and working together. So I think it was fully meant to be. Wow. they re It's so amazing. I'm, I'm so happy for them. I can't wait to talk to them and meet them. I'm literally oh, just so, so excited. excited. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so 
let's talk about him and Xavier, their relationship yes. with, because, you know, I'm sure you've seen online, people are like, why would Kyland take Xavier? Why would he keep him? Why mm-hmm. wouldn't he get him out? Um, but I always, to play devil's, I would play devil's advocate with people. Actually, on my podcast, we talked about it, me and my family, when we were talking about it. And they were like, why would he do that? Mm-hmm. And I said, <laughs> Kylan, you mentioned before, he had the best uh, competition record. Is that correct, right? Yes. yes and so yet everyone was seeing Xavier as the biggest threat. So really, taking Xavier with him was a good idea because... He was like his shield, and I know that you don't need a shield at this stage of the game, but for whatever reason, everyone was so focused on Xavier, but yet Kylan was, on paper, a way better player. Like, if you looked at the stats, he was way better. So why, like, it just makes sense. I totally understand why he would want to keep him. Um, Yeah, I I completely agree, and I'm so glad that you said that, because you know, prior to him sort of like really solidifying that final two with Xavier, they were so focused on the six and those relationships forming and how they set themselves up that I personally as a viewer and even as his friend kind of thought it could go either way. I was right. like, he could end up aligning with Tiffany and, you know, Hannah and Raza right. for that matter, or he could stick with, you know, understanding that like, I think he knew that they were planting seeds and him and Xavier and Big D were all talking about that. Um, and I think he felt like, you know what, not only do I think at least at this stage in the game that I can trust the guys more, um, based on the information that he's being given again, when we have this 360 degree view, so much harder to, you know, understand the nuances when you're just in one room at a time. A hundred percent. But yeah, with Kyland, I think that he was thinking that way. And also, like you said, a shield, I think he realized too, that, you know, if he went up against a competitive threat as a competitive threat, that people would see, you know, his his competition game. And let's say, you know, I don't know if they, if you know, how far he was willing to take the final two all the way to the end um, with Xavier. But I do think that, you know, I I I personally think that he seems pretty pretty loyal to it, but also could have been ruthless enough to cut him if he had to. Yeah, <laughs> go either way. Um, but yeah, I think that him wanting to go to the end of the game with you know, competitors, as he said, like you said, is kind of a shield for him. And I also think that he realized in terms of his own jury management, that as much as people saw Xavier as a bigger threat, they also realized that like, you know, Xavier really was and is, I should say, is so well liked among the jury and in the house. And even though they see him as a threat, he really is playing such an excellent social game. Um, Yeah. So again, I'm so interested to hear what Kylan says when he gets out and please to, you know, Twitter and Instagram, don't take my opinion as, as the word, but I do think that, you know, he was probably thinking in terms of like, okay, I gotta, you know, make sure that I am covering myself at all angles, like competitively and socially. And if Xavier is willing to compete and fight for me, that's somebody competing and fight for, fighting for me. Whereas Oz and Big D, at least at the time, weren't winning many if any competitions um, they're still not the, i mean I, they're yeah. still not um yeah <laughs> all the one that won hoh and i will give her credit yes all she, the way, i all do the way love through. them that all. was amazing yeah oz is yeah. incredible they're all incredible um she is such a queen 
But again, like Kylan doesn't have all the information. Like you said, that 360 right. view, he doesn't see Xavier's DRs. So to right. the house, Xavier hasn't been throwing competitions. That's not confirmed. They don't know right. that all They're of this guessing. has been going his way. They're just guessing. Exactly. But if you look at the information that Kylan has, he's won more competitions than Xavier. He's been in on every mm-hmm. eviction the same way Xavier has been. There's really, right. honestly, if you're comparing the two, on paper, Kyland is the pick. So it makes sense again, but but like we said, he doesn't have the information that we do, and he doesn't know that Xavier has been, you know, planning all of this all along, and uh, right. his relationships and with the other the- house guests. So, yes. yeah. Yes, that that one is definitely a really interesting one in that, you know, I think the house guests were kind of using those BB bucks as a gauge for, you know, how liked they were yep. um, in terms of America's opinion. Yep. Um, but then among each other, it was really interesting as well. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that Kylan realizes and I could be very wrong. And he, if he proves me wrong, then. That's the best part of our friendship. I love when he can he can tell me I'm wrong. But I will say it, it doesn't seem like, at least in this moment, that Kylan is aware of the way the jury is perceiving his game at the moment. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's, again, just sort of like a lack of a 360-degree view, um, which is tough in a game like Big Brother anyway. Yeah. Um, but I do think even despite that, he's truly, like, playing playing a really great game. Yeah, the I agree. That he has. I'm I'm hoping that he could pull it out tonight and stick around. Uh, we got our fingers crossed for him. Same. We Ugh. are too. We're really, really hopeful and we love him so much and we're proud of him no matter what. But yeah, we are definitely not giving up hope. This, nope. This house is one of those where you can't go down without a fight. So I know that he will, with the information that he has, he'll do everything in his power right. to try to stay. Um, so we're just, we're just, crossing our fingers and hoping for that. We, we talked about this briefly before we started recording, but uh, the plan was they were going to blindside Kylan tonight. But it seems that Big D has kind of leaked the information to Kylan and let him know mm-hmm. that it's not going to go, that he will be blindsided. He kind of let him know. But now that Kylan Drop has that information, havoc can wreak in the house and Kylan then has the opportunity to change some minds. So hopefully that happens. Hopefully we get some crazy chaos in the house today from a fan point of view. I know we always like to see the chaos. Um, of course. And Tommy, I'm sure like not to ask you a question. on your No, podcast, go for it. Yes. Ask away. <laughs> I'm just dying to know. Um, yeah, I'm sure those, you know, like the hours up to Thursday night that sometimes we only get to see, you know, in cuts afterward. Those must be really crazy. Insane. I mean, I feel like my experience was the, like, I can't think of a crazier experience right now, honestly. (laughs) It was so insane. Yeah. It literally was, it like you said, well, actually, we have a 360 view, but furthermore... Mm -hmm. We don't have the feeds to every room. We only have two rooms at a time. So, so much more goes on in the house than what we see. And the other thing is people say things on the feeds, like in the house. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be having a conversation with somebody and I'll say one thing and then America will take what I'm saying and they will 
you know, those were words that came out of my mouth. They will hold me to them. But mm. the truth is, uh, all of them are playing a game in there. Everyone that's in the house is playing right. a game. So things that come out of your mouth are always planned, calculated. They're not always the truth. Mm. So that's right. the, the tricky part too. But yeah, the, the crazy so things happen crazy. until the moment that you go live on eviction night. Uh, wow. I literally... There was so much more that happened with my eviction that wasn't shown. They cut the feeds that day. Oh, my God. Like, so much. So much, so much. Everybody thinks that it was Jackson's lie that got me evicted. But Nicole Nicole and Cliff never believed his lie. They just still felt like... They they saw right through it. They came up to me and they were like, Yeah, we know he's lying. We're keeping you. Um, But then ultimately... They just kind of bamboozled him at the last second and pressed them enough that they felt like even with that information, even though they knew I was telling the truth, they still felt like it was smarter uh, to keep Kali instead of me. Um, Right. But to go to the house. Right. But to the fans. What information? Yeah, I I know. It's crazy. Yeah, that's like the one thing that everyone's like, oh, Jackson's lie. I'm like, it wasn't Jackson's lie, guys. He His <laughs> lie had nothing to do with it. Um, but yeah, that's – but, you know, for all we know, something crazy could be going on in the house just like that right now. And honestly, I'm hoping it is because I that could lead to Dude. Kylan staying and we really want that. Yes, Ugh. exactly, exactly. I'm really hoping that happens and, yeah, it would make for – yeah, a crazy episode, which is what we all want and love. This season has been, a lot of people said up until the cookout that, you know, oh, it was predictable and I can understand that to an extent. But yeah, now it's like, it's it's game on, as Kylan's mom likes to say. Unexpected things are happening. Uh, I want to hear about Kylan's family too, but quick interjection before that. You know, you yeah. mentioned that people think that the season wasn't exciting because it was predictable. But honestly, mm-hmm. I find their game, the cookouts gameplay so incredible, so smart, so strategic that it kept me on the edge of my seat the entire summer. Um, I yeah. love hearing that because sometimes I think like I'm biased in how much I love the season because no. Highland's on it. So it's hard to no, step back it. and know how much people are loving it. But yeah, their gameplay was really incredible. It was incredible. It was a- can you can you tell us about Kylan's family? I don't want to pry too much, and I feel like yeah. that you know should come from him to an extent. But I want to hear how are they doing? They're all in LA as well, so you get to watch with them. Yeah, he's from the high desert here in California, in Southern California, so um, San Bernardino County. Um, and yeah, I'm sure he'll love to talk about his family and his history when he gets out. But in the meantime, we have just honestly become one big BB family because of Kylan's mom, Yvonne. Um, she hosts watch parties for the Sunday episodes and she made us all like Kylan t-shirts. Oh my um, God. So it has like, you know, Kylan, big brother. And then on the back of hers says Kylan's mom. Um, and she loves to talk about how, you know, she wears it out everywhere to the, the grocery store, to the doctor, to the airport, whatever. And she's like, if people don't come up to me and ask me if I, you know, know Kylan or if I'm Kylan's mom, cause they see it on my shirt. She's like, I just go up to them and tell them to watch big brother. I'm like, that's amazing. She is like his number one fan and so supportive. And he has four sisters and they've all been so incredibly supportive. And 
it's, I think also, you know, again, I would love for him to speak to this as well. Um, but amazing for everyone in his family to watch the cookouts achievement. And, yes. Um, yeah. They're really the best. He is, he is such an amazing family. The only fight we've ever gotten into in our friendship in the almost 10 years I've known Kyland is one time I was being not very nice to my mother. Um, because I'm from New Jersey and she's from New Jersey and sometimes yes. things get heated. Oh, I hear but... you. Don't worry. I get it. <laughs> we were on vacation and we were with our moms and Kylan just, it wasn't a fight, but Kylan just looked at me and he's like, you better be nice to your mom. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, was, I, I can't wrote, wait to so... meet him. I want to meet his family too. They sound amazing. Yeah. Oh my I God, wish I could go to the you. watch parties. <laughs> Yes, yes, they would love that. I know. I wish we were all closer, but I know they would love that. Um, wow. Well, thank you so much, Tara. You're incredible. I'm. It's so fun to hear about Kylan's journey, about your journey. Um, this so is sweet. super fun. And by the end of when this episode comes out tomorrow morning, uh, we'll know what Kylan's fate is. Hopefully, he'll be there mm-hmm. final three, and then he gets to compete. <laughs> and then it's you know, then it's anyone's game at that point exactly we are absolutely hoping for that and manifesting it um and if not honestly we're just so proud of him and everything he's done in this game and yeah yeah he's actually got a great podcast as well called conversations with kylan um where he wants to have like conversations with people from different perspectives and um yeah i'm excited for him to continue that outside of the house wow that's so cool yeah, yeah, he's really he studied like conflict mediation in college. Um so he's got a really interesting perspective. Okay, we're going to be best friends. That's amazing. <laughs> I literally that's so freaking cool. The I'm best. studying psychology in in school right now, so <gasps> I feel like that's right up oh, my alley. Would, you guys will talk for so many hours and Great. he's like that. Like he'll just go and go and go. I know. As yeah, we've seen it on the feeds. We've seen it. But honestly, I'm like that too. So we'll yeah, we'll, we'll blend it. right in. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. Everybody go check out Tara Kelly Music. She is absolutely incredible. You will be blown away by her gorgeous music. Um, and we just thank you so much for coming on and sharing some perspective for uh, what it's been like to be in Kylan's corner this summer. One, two, three. It's been real. It's been real. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.